Yes, welcome to a very special episode of the Will Levis Show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Debut episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> welcome to Unsportsmanlike Conduct. We're at episode 56, the Lawrence Taylor episode, I like to call it. I'm Mr. Tim Tabala. Uh, with me, Melo, the basketball guy. We got Anthony, the hockey guy down here. I guess I'm just the NFL guy. I guess I'll be from now on. <laughs> I guess so. I, I don't know. I thought that was Will Levis down there. Where? We'll yeah, I, grew, I grew my hair out. <laughs> I mean, you were in there for a long time, so it makes sense. I had to, I had to leave after night one, very disappointed with how night one went. <laughs> but, but, but we all saw who you went home with, so good job, Will Levis. <laughs> yep. And they're saying, the rest, wait, wait, you know what, let's just start with that real quick. Because The funny part about that is they said teams weren't picking him because they kept showing his sisters and the girlfriend. What does that have to do with anything? They didn't pick him because he's an average quarterback, not because he his sister and his girlfriend was there. Yeah, obviously, it had to do with who he brought, who I brought to the draft. Obviously. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know what? Let's let's not yeah let's knock that out of the way right now because uh, I said we we did a nice three and a half hour show at the draft last week. We only not went through the first round. Um, let's let's just real quick each of us. I don't know if you paid attention to what happened afterwards. Ooh, who won the draft? I think who let's first say who who won day one? We all agreed the Eagles, I think, didn't we? Did we yeah. agree the Eagles won day one? One hundred percent. That was very disappointing. It was just very to see how all these guys the two guys fell to them. Carter and Smith just fell right in their hands. And I'm like, how does all these other teams pass these guys up? And how do the Eagles every year just have you know all pros fall into their laps every year? It's sickening. Especially yeah, as an I NFC mean, guy, it's sickening. Yep. Dra- ninth drafting ninth, uh tenth overall, traded up to ninth. And got probably the best player in the whole draft. Exactly. Well, there were two other days. There were six other rounds. Who do you guys think uh, came out on top? Who do you think had a good draft? Who had a bad draft? Anthony, go ahead. Who do you think? Who do you think, who do you think won the entire draft altogether? Oh, who, who had the good drafts? Who had your favorite draft, you think? So I think one of the biggest winners of the draft, and it, and it may not even have everything to do with the players they selected, is the Arizona Cardinals. And here's why. Them trading down from pick three to pick 12, even though they then traded back up to get uh, Paris Johnson, the left tackle from Ohio State, they picked up the Houston Texans' first and third-round picks next season. I don't know if anyone realizes this, but the Houston Texans suck. That first-round <laughs> pick next year is going to be very high. Like, that's going to be a top-five pick. I would almost bet money it's going to be a top-three pick. And Arizona's not going to be very good next year anyway. So they have – taken a team that had a rough cap situation and didn't have a lot of draft capital, and they have set themselves up for the future with a ton of draft capital now because obviously one of those two picks is not good. They're going to trade one of them. What I assume if they end up with, like, pick one and three, what I, what I think they should do is trade Kyler, trade pick three, take Caleb Williams number one. And with the trade value you'll get from Kyler and from pick three, you have all that, all that stuff to help build around Caleb Williams for the future. I think Arizona – Aside from teams that actually added players that I really like, I think Arizona is the biggest winner because of that. All right. Dave, what are you thinking? Uh, something in one one team who had uh, two picks in the first round and also, you know, have the reigning comeback player of the year, and that is Seattle. I think Seattle did a lot. They upgraded. They have a wide receiver that they went out and got. They got a cornerback, edge another running back and I feel like they filled in like just like the little key holes that they needed or like just a little abundance there to help protect you know comeback player of the year Geno Smith for next year 
where you know he might have a nice breakout season again. Again, came back from nothing. Is he going to be the first? Is he going to be the first repeat winner of the comeback player of the year? <laughs> <laughs> well, if he can win it this year, he can win it next year too. I guess. What's, what's, what's the big deal? <laughs> well, the only other real NFL news going on, ladies and gentlemen, is that Aaron Rodgers is now the GM of the Jets, also because they just signed themselves Randall Cobb, a new old receiver. I know people are shitting on his move, and people are saying no, this and that, but I do think it helps him mentally. And that might be even more important than actually Randall Cobb catching a ball. Because mentally, we all know Aaron Rodgers is screwed up in the head right now. And he's making the rounds in New York. That dude's at the Knicks game. He's what? at the Ranger game. He's everywhere right now, that I, dude. I'm glad you brought that up. What's up with this guy going from, like, uh, you know, uh, someone who hides in caves in the dark for days on end to now he's in, like, the New York spotlight on a nightly basis? What is, what is this? He, like, he's is in New York. He has no choice. He has no choice now. He can't hide anywhere in New York. He could go sit in his penthouse and hide up there. No one's going to find him. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, it, But let's be real. There's stuff to do in New York maybe that he enjoys doing. What is there to do in Wisconsin? He lives so, in California. But, like, during the season? No, not during the season, but in the offseason. He lives in California. You still don't hear from him. What's the difference? Well, he probably drives to what? Weird. He probably flies. Wait, what, what, Chicago? Chicago's close. What's close to, to, to Green Bay? Minnesota? One of, the, one of those cities are close. You know, he drives more, to. More cities you don't want to go to. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'd rather just go to a cave than stay here. <laughs> I think I'd rather sit in the dark for a week and come out. That's what it was. It was like fucking Green Bay or a cave. I'm going to go to the cave. Just hang out, do nothing. <laughs> so that was that was you know good. Um, so let's jump right into the playoffs because uh, we'll start with the NBA, Dave. Because these playoffs have been both sports have been a little insane lately. So let's let's run through let's run through the first round thing real quick. I know me and you went through a little bit of it last year, but I mean it's round two's already starting. We got games already going in. Give us a shot, man. Tell us about these playoffs and what the hell is going on. Oh man, it's been madness. I mean, I mean, not as crazy as NHL, which we'll get there, but we have essentially the first time ever that – I'm sorry, my sniffles are out, out of control right now. Uh, we The first time ever in NBA playoffs where one, one, one seed made it, one, two seed, one, three, all the way to eight made it to the playoffs. So, like, right now the Lakers and Warriors is a six versus seven matchup, which you never see that. Nope. Like, it's crazy to think. And then you have all these other teams that, you know, are, are out there. We have the Knicks that finally won a first-round uh, a first round series in 10 years. We have the number eight seed, eight, uh, eight seed Heat that beat the number one seed. And then we have, you know, now the reigning MVP Embiid against your Boston Celtics, which that game one, he did not play, and Harden took care of business and got the dub. But right now the Celtics are are handling theirs, which is what they have to do now for game two. They cannot lose that game at home. They're missing a lot of open shots, so they got to stop that. Yep. And then, well, right now we have the Suns <coughs> who have collapsed. I don't know that bench, which is what I said. Without that bench, it's going to be hard to get further in that playoffs. And Jokic, man, I honestly think he should have been three-time reigning MVP. I, 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 I love Embiid, but if you go back and look at the stats – like it, it doesn't make sense how Embiid was MVP. How about uh Chris Paul's annual playoff injury <laughs> popping up? Every makes year. sense, yeah. It, it, that's how you know it's Every playoff year. time. Every, Chris Paul's <laughs> are playoffs are here. 
and 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 you guys are both in you know in Florida. Is is the state like exploding between hockey and and fucking basketball? Is the state on fire? Like what's going on? No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> South Florida sports fans. That's how it goes down here. Stop. We care. That's why you know Heat tickets and and Florida Panther tickets are like I think someone told me today for the Heat for standing room it's like two hundred dollars standing yep. room for games three on Saturday. I'm laughing because that's like a mere bag of shells in New York. Like that, that'd be that'd be nothing. And if it's two hundred, that's a, the people whipping out the cash like nothing. Two hundred <laughs> to stand the whole game. Yeah, sure. And, and for go, to go to the garden for a regular season game is going to cost you more than that. So it's it's insane up here. It really is insane. Um, so yeah, we had the Heat not only upsetting the number one seed, they're up 2 0 on the Knicks already. Nope. No, they lost. No, yes. No, oh, they, they lost yesterday. Yeah, so That's it's 1 right. 1. They almost won without <clears throat> Jimmy Butler. I even watched that game and I forgot they lost. They, they lost the game. Well, yeah, they, it was close with, until the last like, a, couple of minutes. Yeah, without, which was, I mean, uh, Scott Foster made some really, really terrible calls. Like he made, uh, they gave these guys a four point play when the foul happened before the three point shot. There was another shot where they said that the ball didn't touch the rim and it clearly touched the rim. Yeah. And that I don't understand why, why they didn't go back to Verrewood or Spolstra. Like, God, I hate Spolstra sometimes or most times. He doesn't go and challenge that. Like, that was a huge, that at that point, it was such a huge momentum shift that stop it. Like, what is it going to hurt to challenge it? You're not going to use that later in the game. It had, there was like three or six uh, minutes under, left. Under two minutes left when that happened. Oh. And, and that would have cut the lead to one. And instead, uh, Knicks come down, hit a three, and then the, it's like a five or six point lead at that point. So, yeah. fucking Yankees. Um, <laughs> they just get this, this get the lead in the ninth. They're not losing in the ninth again. Oh. So yes, another, another fun team. All right, Dave. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I had to curse them out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. I'm sure if uh, the boss was here, he'd want to curse out the Mets for uh, losing to um, what was it the Tigers? The Tigers, the Tigers, they're underrated. The, the Tigers are underrated. Well, they they lost both that. games today against the Tigers. <laughs> I was double headed today. Okay, it was a double header today, and uh, you know the cheater couldn't get it done. He gave up like like four runs or something, like three innings. Scherzer. Yep. See, you know who I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a lot of questions about that, though. It's kind, of, it's kind of weird to me that all of the pitchers who have been found in games with substances all their hand, on their hands or on them have all been found by the same umpire. The only umpire Ooh. that's found anyone is I, – I can't remember the dude's name because he's irrelevant, but it doesn't conspiracy. matter. <laughs> I like the conspiracy. I just, I just thought it was interesting. I just, every time I see that, I just say you put snot on the ball every time. That's all it is. It's just sweat and resin, and they're like, no, no, like – if it makes it sticky, it makes it sticky. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. resin's legal, sweat's legal, sweat and resin's not legal. Just just put it that way. Why why get all why don't get why get all controversial about it? <laughs> Dave, we're, we're all sorry. What about tell me about the West? What's going on out west? How are we digging with the West? How are those Lakers doing? They're up one zero, and I did not think that. But uh, Jordan Poole took such a stupid shot at the end of the game like he was way like way far from that three point they had 10 seconds left and you're jordan Poole. you should be the last not well let's say like the fourth option to take that shot from there yeah it 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 didn't make sense they had plenty of time to get the ball either to curry or 
or Clay and no, this man jacked up a, a three for almost half court and barely grazed that that side of the rim. Did you see Curry's reaction? Yeah. Uh, Could you blame him? <laughs> Curry was like waiting for the ball and then they pass it, they pass it to pool. And, and Curry just like, puts his hands down and then just sinks his head, puts his hands on his knees. He was like, are you kidding me? Ridiculous. <clears throat> Who's coming out of that series? What did we pick? Who did I pick? Uh, Warriors. I did pick the Warriors. I don't know. I I, I, I was feeling it was going to be the Lakers. Like, I think we talked about that in the beginning. They just, they're going to end up pulling that shot after having, you know, being all the controversy, all the bullshit, and they'll make it to the finals, and it's going to piss me off when they do. Well, if Mr. Glass plays like he did last night for <laughs> – the rest of the series, they they probably are going further. Thirty and twenty. Oh Listen, my I, gosh! I'm predicting instead of an end to all this non-playing back-to-back games, there's going to come a time where LeBron and guys like him are not going to play the entire season and just play the playoffs. So they're fresh. And, <laughs> so they're is. so they're fresh and ready to go, and they, there's no excuses now. Well, well, I feel like Hawaii needs that because the man. I don't, I don't understand. He plays you know, like he's played like fifty games in two years, and somehow still ends up hurt. Where is she? This thing. I'm a casual NBA guy. I, I said I said it a million times. I'm not a fan of this game. All these players, but I said all these names. Kawhi. I know the name. What's the other guy? Zion. Where is he? Is he still existing? Was he he's another somewhere? one. He didn't play in the playing game, and they got eliminated. But is what? What has he been doing? I know he was he was the biggest hype. He got hurt his first year, right? Didn't play. His first year, or like he's gonna uh, hurt every year. He he played most of the first year because I think he did won he? rookie of the year the first year, didn't he? Or did Ja win it over him? Uh, I think Ja won it. Okay, I don't, I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. But is he, is he still relevant? Like I don't know. For the oh, he's still relevant. He, he just doesn't play. <laughs> so he's not yeah, relevant. Ja won it. <laughs> ja, ja did win that year. Okay. Yeah, 2020. That was that long ago already? I remember. I remember all hearing about a Zion this, oh, Zion that, years. Zion this, Zion. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, dude, Zion's the Matrix. I don't know anything else about this guy, but and then it's like, yeah, he's not playing. He doesn't play. Never heard of him again. Same thing with Kawhi Leonard, and I'm like, who? Where are these guys? Never hear from them. Their teams would like to know. Yeah, surely <laughs> <they> would. <laughs> Shut out all that money, uh, Dave. Anybody else? Anybody else you got in the NBA? Uh, nothing. I I do think though that the uh, I don't. I think the Warriors still pull it off yeah. somehow, and I do think it's looking like unless I don't know the Suns have some miraculous comeback that it might be Denver in the NBA Finals this year. I take I take L.A. or Golden State over them in a seven game series. I don't know if, if Jamal Murray can stay what he's doing. It'd be a little tough. I'll, I'll say this now: If Anthony Davis stays healthy and keeps playing like he did last night, I don't think any of this matters. They're gonna they're gonna roll through the West and they'll beat whoever comes out of the East. He, he last night defensively too because he was a monster defensively, altering shots, blocking shots, just being in passing lanes like he was an animal last night. But that 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 reminded me of why everyone loved Anthony Davis so much several years back when he was really kind of making his name. You know, yeah. as a as a true superstar before he ended up in LA. Although he was great the bubble year too, but yeah, that was that was a great performance by him last night. Sweet. All right, so we're oh. gonna shift gears. Well, we're gonna we gotta, wait, we got we got to talk about Dylan Brooks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Go gotta ahead. mention that. Go ahead. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, the man who antagonized LeBron James and everyone else, and was poking the bear to quote him. <laughs> 
the Memphis Grizzlies decided to not in any way form no terms, nothing, continue with uh, his contract. So, yeah, that's you think he when, basically you think got fired. He, do you think when he made that? Do you think when he made that poke in the bear comment that he forgot he played for a team that's mascot is a bear? <laughs> he was poking the wrong just, bear, I think. Is yeah, what he was. Bear. <laughs> My gosh! Poked and then the just the, didn't show up in the, that that's that series. Just did not show up, and yeah, if you're gonna do that talking, like back it up. You have to back it up. Did you see? So obviously the the press release comes are the, the the news breaks with Shams yesterday. Uh, you know that they're not bringing him back. Did you see the the stuff that his agent pushed out about how he hadn't negotiated with them in months because their offer was too low and Dylan is interested in moving on anyway because he feels he could be a focal point of a team somewhere? I'm reading this and I'm like, this guy's he's delusional. Like well, he has no idea what he that's, is. That's what well, it's funny because they, they did like a back and forth thing where like, okay, we're not gonna go ahead with him, and then his agent releases that press thing, like kind of being like, oh, the Grizzlies, you know, didn't want to you know do anything with him. Like it, it, it's not his fault. And then the Grizzlies come out and they're like, yeah, he was asking for $25 million a year. <laughs> and he's not going to get that. No, it's not happening. No chance. <laughs> Holy shit, the Yankees side it in the ninth. Let's go. It's good. It's about time. And and Gil's an emotional wreck over Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Shut up, have Gil. You guys, what, have what you guys seen, seen that emotional? Have you guys Shut seen up, it? Gil. Uh, tomorrow night I'm going. I'm, I'm trying to see it tomorrow night. I got to I got to see it last Friday thanks to uh, John hooked it up with some tickets uh, in IMAX. Um, you got to see it. Yeah, I'm not no spoilers, no spoilers. So, so do you do you agree with Gil then saying that it's what 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 was it to quote? He, he, just, he, just, he, said, uh, he just said I'm an emotional wreck right now. That is the, uh, the yeah, most it's, emotional it's, way he's um, seen in a while. And Jada responded, um, "Pussy." <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, it, it, it gets, it gets, gosh, I'm trying to make that word just, I don't want to reveal anything. It, there's a few times during that movie where it's going to get a little, a little heavy. Okay. So would you say it, would this be the best trilogy in the MCU? No, no. Only because I think Captain America and the Avengers trilogies are better. Um, Captain America's, I, I personally, a Captain America trilogy is, that's the top of the food chain for me. Um, if you put one and one, like Guardians one was ten times better than the first Avenger. Uh, I don't know if I'd say I don't know if I go that far. But I didn't the like the first Avenger. But the but the other two aren't close though. No, I think yeah, Civil War and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is still I think the best pure movie in the MCU ever. Yo, tell me how that movie doesn't technically have like one central antagonist in the whole movie, and it still works perfectly. Yeah, I mean that movie's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. I will say. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I I was going to say the only thing, the only movies that I think have a chance at getting up into that upper echelon of Marvel trilogies would be if they do another Black Panther movie because I think the first two, especially the second one, I love the second one. The way that they changed up uh, the the backstories for a character like Namor. And kind of gave him that Mesoamerican backstory to him. Like, not only does it play out really well, but it's just it's a phenomenal story. Uh, that would be my. That's the only one I think could get up there. Not so, Thor. A third one's gonna be rough. <laughs> the, third, the third Thor movie is great. It's just unfortunate that the other three are just not. That I good. like. I like the first one. 
I'll defend the first one. The first one's not bad. The second is <coughs> terrible. And the fourth one the fourth one uh, had a great villain. And that's all I will say about the fourth one. Okay, you know what? This is for a movie show, but we don't have any shows that we can go live on. We get invited on to. So I will bring it up here. If you're thinking about it, in the, in the first phase, who's the most important character in that phase? Thor is. Why is Thor the most important character in that phase? Because if he doesn't work, it doesn't work. Why? Because you got Iron Man, science. Hulk, science. like Science and like that, you know? Uh, Captain America is all based on science and, you know, now he, then here comes Thor, the magic guy with the magic and the wizards and the other, you know, all the planets and stuff. So if Thor didn't work, I don't think the whole thing works. And then the Avengers don't work. That's fair. That's this, is fair. My personal, this is my personal opinion. Because if, if, if Thor was a complete failure, Avengers probably wouldn't have been as good as it was. Because you're not going to okay. buy it. You're not going to buy it as much. Like you said, Iron Man is based on technology and science. Hulk is science. Captain America is technically science. And here comes this fucking guy from another planet with a hammer and the Norse like god. That. The Norse <laughs> god. So. All right, you know, but that's just he's, my. He's opinion. actually he's represented on the shirt just further down. I said that's just my opinion. You know, we'll get to that. Though. We we will have. I'm sure we'll have a Marvel show one day, and and we'll, we'll knock out that whole. Well, Let up to know. where we are now. We 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 did a, we did a Marvel show once. It was four hours long, and it was like, dude, I skipped like two meals during that show. I was like, I gotta eat, man. I'm gonna die. <laughs> so, and that was what. 15 movies ago, we did. Yeah, it's like, oh it's my like gosh. So, so now. Now you have to figure out a way to skip through all that crap because it's going to be ridiculous. All right, <clears throat> let's jump into hockey because hockey is fucking fantastic. The first round had so much good shit. We don't have a hockey background. That pisses me off. So I'm going to have to put the pop culture logo back up for the hockey for now. Um, okay. And we'll start with the obvious. Well, we can skip the Devils and the Rangers. We don't need to mention that whatever again. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> We'll start with the obvious one. Andy, you did call it. You were saying that the Panthers are going to give Boston fits and they could beat them. You know, they were the number one seed last year. People forget that. They won the President's Trophy. People forget that. They are a good team. Um, and yeah, what a fucking heartbreak for fucking Boston. And, and, and they have the best North American born hockey player on their team in Matthew Kachuk. There you go. Another <laughs> a, lot of people, a lot of people don't like that because of Austin Matthews and uh, Jack Hughes, but I, I'll, I'll take Matthew Kachuk over both of them. I think that kid is insane. Listen, if your name is Kachuk and you play hockey, you're just going to be a superstar. It's just, it's just foregone, foregone conclusion. The, 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 that team, so they played last night, game one, them versus Toronto. I was watching it, yeah. They gave their, their forechecking gave Toronto way harder of a time than I expected. I knew that they were a good forechecking team, there were stretches, and I'm not talking like a couple of like two, three minute stretches. I'm talking like 10, 12 minute stretches of that game where Toronto could not pass center ice with the puck. They, their forecheck was just smothering them. They couldn't even get out of their own defensive zone for long periods of time. And, and on top of all that, uh, Sergei Barbrov, Bob, I can't say his name, Bob, uh, has apparently found a DeLorean somewhere and gone back in time because he looked like Sergey from, you know, a decade ago, basically, last night. He looked phenomenal as well. Uh, I, I, I picked the Maple Leafs to win that series, but I, I kind of laid out the same points I did against in the Boston series. The Panthers are the kind of team that they could give, they could give Toronto some trouble 
And that's what they did last night in game one. And I think ca- kind of caught a lot of people off guard. I don't think people expected that. Um, speaking of teams not expected to win games, the, the Seattle Kraken last night beat the Dallas Stars. And technically they beat Joe Pavelski, but they beat the Dallas Stars <laughs> five to four. Uh, I say Joe Pavelski because uh, he had all four of Dallas's goals last night. Uh, in his first game back uh, after 15 days returning from what I assume was a concussion. They never technically said what the injury was because hockey's weird about injuries. But uh, they looked really good, though, also last night. I mean, aside from those Pavelski goals, Dallas really struggled to sustain uh, time in the offensive zone. And Seattle's done what they've done all year. They, they don't really have any true superstars, but they have four lines that are all good, can all forecheck and can all play offense. And they just keep they roll all four of those lines. So it's just constant pressure coming at you. And they got to Jake Ottinger and the Dallas Stars last night, winning five four in overtime. That was a that was a great hey, game. Why is it hockey expansion teams may go deep into the playoffs and make the cup finals there <laughs> in their first year or two? Why is it hockey That's, different than every other sport? It, it has a lot to do. The expansion rules for Vegas and Seattle are not the same expansion rules that we saw in past years. The protection list that we used to see back in the Carolina days, not Carolina. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think who the no. What's Carolina? Wasn't Carolina an expansion draft back in like 2000, uh, late yeah, 90s? Right. I'd have to look it up. But the expansion rules drastically changed for when uh, Vegas entered the league. The protect the protection lists for teams were shortened dramatically, and uh, Vegas took full advantage of that, and also you know parlayed that into draft picks and great players. I mean. If you look back at some of the trades that Vegas made during their expansion draft, they got Marc-Andre Fleury for nothing. Uh, they were able to get Jonathan show for taking Riley Smith's contract. Both both players were key parts in them making their Stanley Cup run that year. Um, William Carlson, they got to take from Columbus for free, all for taking the contract of a player whose name I can't remember at this time. Like The rules changed up a lot. A lot of teams were in bad spots, and, and these general managers kind of came in and just took advantage of them. I actually didn't like Seattle's expansion draft a couple of years ago. Clearly, I was wrong because here they are playing in the second round of the playoffs, looking great. So um, I, I'll, I'll eat my words on that one. They 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 took. It seemed like where Vegas came away with some more higher end talent. Seattle didn't seem like they really did that. But as as I was just mentioning, they have four lines, no superstars, but they just can roll those four lines, and their defense is solid. The only thing they really haven't had up until this postseason is goaltending. Their goaltending has been terrible for two years. All of a sudden, playoffs roll around, and Philip Grubauer is looking great. So we'll see see how far they can ride it. So so we mentioned it very briefly. I don't want to talk about it because it's depressing and shit. <laughs> the Devils did beat the Rangers in game seven. But my question is going to be, where's Patrick Kane going next year? Is he going to stay, you think, or you think he's going to go somewhere else? I think he would like to stay. He's from he's from Buffalo. I always thought he wanted to go to Buffalo eventually, which he that could end up being the case. He may end up in Buffalo. Buffalo has a ton of cap space. They have a great young core of talent. Um, maybe Buffalo is where he ends up. It wouldn't shock me if he ends up staying in the state of New York. Um, but I, I think wherever he's going, he's going somewhere where they're going to be a competitor next year or in the very, very near future. I can't see him going to a team – that's you know years away from competing, like like Arizona or something like that. They're, he's he knows that the end is near. He wants to add some more trophies to the collection, so the Rangers would probably be high up on the list. I think Buffalo makes some sense. Whoever ends up winning the Stanley Cup this year is a team you're going to have to add to the list too. I'm sure. Um, there's a number of t- Colorado would make sense, but they're they're kind of cap cap strapped uh, going forward. So I, you, I think you could Buffalo come somewhere would, that it's warmer. 
you know, if the Panthers keep playing like this, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to come down there and play with them. Uh, I mean, first of all, as I said, the, the best North American-born hockey player doing it right now. And Matthew Kachuk, I don't know who wouldn't want to sign up for that. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that they're the, – honestly, I really thought the Panthers were going to be – I thought this kind of success for them wasn't coming until next year, more likely the year after, just because of – with the trade they made, they took away two key pieces in Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Huberdeau. Huberto, who had 110 points last year, was amazing for them. But, you know, they saw the chance to get a 24-year-old superstar, you know, who hasn't even reached his prime yet. And, you, you know, you make that trade every day of the week. And, and I thought that with the, the talent loss and the cap ramifications that would come from that kind of a trade, that they would still be a couple years away from really competing. But I think Matthew Kachuk's just stepped it up to a whole other level. I mean, he's carrying that team offensively. They Four goals last night, he had points on three of them. He's been unbelievable. Does Carolina wipe the floor with the Devils next round? I hope they did. They, they did tonight. <laughs> they uh, they were up four to one with three minutes left. Last I looked, four minutes left. I'm not yep, sure I think that's it. Uh, yep, yeah, a five one. I'm sorry, five one final. Yeah, I mean, and and so Carolina is a team that I have not been high on the entire postseason so far, and um, I'm going to have to clearly change my outlook on them here because defensively they are smothering teams. That's what they did in the first round to the, the Islanders. I mean, granted the Islanders don't have as much firepower as a team like New Jersey, but uh, they did that to New Jersey tonight. The first period, they were up three, nothing rather quickly. And they just never looked back after that. So then if you had to pick someone right now from both uh, sides, who do you think is in the Stanley cup? Uh, from the West, I still like Edmonton the most, and it, it has a lot to do with just Connor McDavid is the, as I said before on previous shows, I think Connor McDavid is the greatest talent we've ever seen put on a pair of skates. Um, a lot of people don't like that, and that's fine. And I I understand Wayne Gretzky. I'm not going to debate any of that. Uh, but uh, Raul just said everything okay. you said. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We're, there you go. We're not gonna, we're not going to yeah. go word for word, but there's a lot of smothering and suffocated in there. Raul, yes, we agree with you 100%. There's also a penetrate. Penetrate, suffocate, smother. That's all you need to hear. Carolina, you know, they're they're down a few offensive players. Tivo Teravainen still out with a wrist injury. Uh, uh, Andre Svechnikov is done for the season with a torn ACL. Max Pacioretty is done for the season with a torn Achilles. Those are three big offensive pieces for that team. Uh, It's possible that they get Teravainen back maybe later in this series. But I, I just thought that they were going to struggle offensively without those three guys. I mean, Svechnikov was their uh, second-leading scorer this year before he got hurt. Uh, Tara Vinen is usually in the top four or five of their leading scorers on a yearly basis. And Max Pacioretty is a guy who's been, you know, a 70-point guy in this league many times before. So to lose those three guys and to still be – it speaks to how good they are defensively. Um, they're just very sound on that back end. And they play, you know, very physical hockey, kind of like their head coach. So – so, yeah, so who do you got from the East then? So, so for, I, I like I like Edmonton from the West. Uh, I still think that they just what they what they can do with McDavid, Drysaitel, and Evander Kane on the ice at the same time is it's not really fair. And I, and I would argue that uh, uh, the Kings, who they played in round one, might have been the worst opponent that they could face as far as matchup wise in the West, getting to the Stanley Cup. Uh, and that has a lot to do with the Kings. The Kings have a lot of very very talented defensive forwards and Philip Deneau and uh, Anzi Kopitar. So uh, from the East, 
before these before watching last night, I would have said Toronto, honestly. I just felt that they were the most talented team left in the East. I, I don't know, man. I, I I really don't. I mean, I could still see Toronto turning it around and getting going, but Florida, Florida is just riding such a high right now. And the the last I, I wrote about it several times this year, March 29th. That is the day that will live in Florida Panthers history when Paul Maurice absolutely blew up at his team on the bench. That, and who, who did they play? They were playing Toronto that night. He blew blew up on them on the bench. Since that time, they've only lost, I think, five <laughs> games. And of those five games they lost, three of them came in the last round against Boston. They have been red hot since then. Uh, that, and a matter of fact, he blows up on them March 29th. March 30th is when Keith Kachuk called them soft. And they've just been a completely different team since then. I think I think you know Keith's son Matthew kind of took that to heart a little bit, and uh, they've been playing with a different little, a different edge to them since then. I, I God, I, I really want to pick them, just because of the, all the reasons Raul was talking about that Carolina gave New Jersey trouble tonight is all the things that Florida did to Toronto last night. They just suffocated them. They could not move anywhere, and even when Toronto would get in the zone, they couldn't. They, they would try moving the puck around. The the, it, the best Toronto looked moving the puck in the zone is when they were six on five at the end of the game with an empty net. <laughs> uh, good question, Raul. Raul asked, uh, do you think Vegas Gold Knights have a chance to get to the Stanley Cup? I, I don't. I don't. Uh, it's great that, you know, Mark Stone came back from his yearly injury uh, slash cap avoidance penalty, uh, cap penalty avoidance right in time for the playoffs. It's crazy how that works every year. I think this is the third <laughs> year in a row he's done that. Um I, I don't think they have the firepower to keep up with Edmonton. And while their defense is very, very good, uh, the, having good defensemen is going to help you against a team like Edmonton. But you got to have forwards that are willing to go out there and really sacrifice and play defense too. And I just don't think Vegas has those guys to keep up with Connor McDavid. It was one of the things that early in that King series that Philip Deneau and, uh, and Ozzy Kopitar were able to do. They were able to slow them down. And I say slow them down. They were still scoring points whenever they wanted. But slow them down at least a little bit, you know? Uh, I don't see it. Uh, Vegas hasn't had steady goaltending all year, and it's not that their goaltending has been bad. It's that they've been – all their goal t- goalies have been hurt. They've started like five different goalies this year, and Jonathan Quick, who they traded for the trade deadline, hasn't even been active the last – it wasn't even active in the last round. So I, I don't see it. I think Edmonton's going to roll through them. I won't say easily. I still think that series could probably go six games. I just don't think Vegas has the firepower to keep up with them, though. I mean, the, 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 in the first round, Matt, so regular season this year, Edmonton set a new record for the highest conversion rate on the power play. I believe it was 33.7%. It's the highest rate anyone's ever converted on the power play in league history. So they follow that up in round one by converting on 56.7% of their power play opportunity. That's, that's ridiculous. That's No, you don't do that. No one does that. Like. And, and now Vegas, who struggled, whose penalty kill struggled against Winnipeg, you're telling me that they're going to slow down Edmonton? Nah, I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it, you know? I, I, I love Mark Stone. He's a great player. I just don't see it. Oh, Timmy, you're uh, – I oh. can't hear you. But while, while Timmy gets – I think it's your mic. You have to pull it in. Up there now. you go. <laughs> so, so, Anthony, we – It falls out sometimes. We talked about this uh, yesterday on the Just Too Sweet show. We did a little hockey – how if because there's still a chance this is what i was going to ask i was yeah, just yeah. Ask the same thing if the stanley cup finals ends up being an all canadian finals 
do you think that's good for ratings? Do you think it's gonna hurt ratings? What do you think about that? And and, and does Canada explode? <laughs> Canada Canada does explode if that happens, a hundred percent. There's no chance it doesn't. Um, so what, well, we, we, we 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 were joking that it'll be the it'll be the nicest celebration you ever heard. Like, this is right. Hey, oh, sorry. Eh? Hey there. Hey, you all right? I'm gonna throw this <laughs> bottle. Okay. All right, but pick up the glass when you're done. Eh. <laughs> um. I mean, it's possible. I, I like Edmonton's chances. I, I mean, going into this round, I like both of those teams' chances probably the best. Um, Toronto, Toronto, I thought, is the most talented team left in the East. Um, I, I, they're going to struggle with Florida, though, clearly, after watching last night. And and I've, I've said pretty much since the get-go, I, I thought Edmonton, they've been a different team since the trade deadline, uh, acquiring Matias Ekholm. He's really changed their identity defensively, and I, I think they've got a great chance to make it. An all Stanley Cup final, my goodness, um, or all Canada Stanley Cup final. It'd be crazy to see. Canada would explode. Um, ratings would be. See, I'd have to look up some of the numbers on that because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the the ratings from Canada are usually high anyway. So it's not like Canadians don't watch when their teams aren't in. Oh, well, Eric was I mean, trying I... to say that in America, the ratings will still be good, and we were like, no. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, like, no, there's nothing. Be. Like, there'll be nobody Ho- really. Like, Ho- oh. hockey is definitely on the uptick ratings-wise from where they've been in the past. I think the ESPN deal that they made uh, was probably one of the best things for them as a league. But they are still years away from being. I mean, they're put it this way: the first round averages for I think the highest average for any of the first round series was 1.8 million, and I believe that was the Toronto Tampa series. 1.8 million average viewers. That was the highest. If you look up some of the ratings on these NBA games, like these are <laughs> NBA playoff games, these guys are pulling like five, six, seven million normally. Like it's nothing. And we're not even going to compare those to NFL ratings. Like an average NFL Sunday one o'clock game is getting like 15 million viewers. Like it's not close. <laughs> it's not close. So they've got a ways to go. Um, I do think it would probably hurt the American ratings a little bit because it's it's just not there yet, you know, where it's it's – the Super Bowl. Everyone watches the Super Bowl, no matter if your team's in it or not. Every year, there are eighty plus million people are watching the Super Bowl, sometimes higher. Uh, same could be said about college college uh, football national championship games. Those pull in crazy high ratings too. Uh, the World Series doesn't do like it used to do, but even it pulls in decent ratings still. The NBA Finals pull in decent ratings. The Stanley Cup Finals they are still largely affected by the markets. So it, the the North American ratings would definitely suffer. The Can- I think it would be better if they get to two North American teams, just for the fact that those Canadian ratings are probably going to be there regardless. Yeah. So even I mean, honestly, if you just like you, I think you said it in our chat. If you just saw the first round, any game, you would realize how exciting and how crazy this oh this God. first round has been. Like, there's, there's you, no you pick out game. one game and you're like, that game was great. That game was great. That series was great. Like. Even the two games last night, you know, and the the Carolina, the only team that I've at times been a little like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch them, has been Carolina. Because sometimes, you know, when they really let their defense kind of settle in and play, they can be a little boring to watch. But outside of that, I mean, that Florida-Boston series was, was, was drunk for seven games. It was drunk, <laughs> like flat out. That was a drunk guy on, on, on Las Olas. Wandering around, playing around, playing around, around yeah, playing through, walking through traffic and stuff. That that series was insane. The Toronto Tampa series was wild. 
Like, Toronto had two three goal deficits that they overcame in that series in the games fact that, three and four. The fact that they still shake hands at the end of these games are are a miracle. They are. They're it's, a miracle. No, it, it, it hockey is the only sport where for sixty minutes you <laughs> could literally be trying to kill someone, and then the second the game is over, they are your best friend. Yeah. Put it this way: hockey players treat hockey the way Michael Jordan treated basketball. Yeah, it's like good job, eh? Hey. Thanks for punching my face. All right, eh? <laughs> so See you later. New Jersey, New Jersey and New York uh, two nights ago. J- Jacob Truba absolutely decimated Timo Meyer entering the zone. Now, it's it's it, it was a clean hit. I don't care what anyone says. That hit's clean by the rules. There's nothing There's nothing about it. A lot of people say, oh, that's you should, you should take that out of hockey. I, I don't know what you want the guy to do. It's a clean hit. Timo Meyer needs to pick his head up. He's skating in the zone, staring at the puck. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> You're going to get your head taken off every time you should do that. It's a big hit. After the game, in the handshake line, him, Jacob Truba and Timo Meyer shaking hands, laughing about it. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> hockey players are just built different, man. Those guys are insane. Well, it's the only sport where you can get your throat slashed and come back in the next quarter with stitches and you're across your face <laughs> or your throat or something. Did, oh. you see, did you see the guy from Winnipeg in round one? Yeah, yeah. That's yes. what I'm talking Yeah. He got stitches. Yeah, oh he played. God. Yeah, he was he was back in like thirty minutes later. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, just an update: the uh, Vegas Golden Knights tied the game up one-one. There you go. I'm saying it's it's been extremely exciting this year. If you're not into hockey, this is the time to you could get into it. Yes, it has absolutely. been so great of a playoff. Raul asked about the TV ratings on TNT. I'm actually not sure. TN- Does TNT have the Stanley Cup? I'd have to look that one up, to be honest with you. I'm not sure, 100% sure who had the Stanley Cup ratings. I, I think they do just because I remember, just wrestling-wise, that sometimes they would have to move a lot of like the AEW shows from Wednesday to like a Friday and stuff like that because of that. It is, it is TNT. So TNT has the Stanley Cup starting on June 3rd is the tentative start date as of right now. Um. Which kind of cool for, for, for NHL fans. The conference finals, the next round, is actually getting bumped up to ABC next round. So they went from a first round of ESPN, ESPN2, TBS, TNT, and they, they had a couple of ABC games in the first round, to this round, ESPN, ESPN2, TNT. And then the next round, they go back to ABC, ESPN, and TNT, and then uh, Stanley Cup all on TNT. That'll be interesting. I, I can't remember a. A, a, a championship like that being played on like not a regular cable network like that that seems yeah I figured NBC ABC would be a lot better for the for the cup finals but I mean hey whatever that's surprising I think, I, I think everybody has TNT by now you don't have Most TNT by now do. you're you're 95 and you know you still have a square box TV with rabbit ears on it there's no way you don't have TNT by now <laughs> yeah so yeah uh, that that could that could have an effect on it. That's a great question, but Raul, that could definitely have an effect on the ratings. Uh, well, well, for years I was anti Canada, but I I think this year I want the I want the Canada fucking <laughs> final <Stanley> Cup. <laughs> to watch to watch the state this country explode into absolute <laughs> chaos of maple syrup and Tim Hortons. I can't wait. <laughs> that that was the other thing though with this with so with the eight teams that are left. The Hurricanes are the last team to win a Stanley Cup of the eight remaining teams. It was it's been 17 years since they won a cup. <laughs> Three of the teams still left, Vegas, Seattle, and Florida, have never won a cup. And then the remaining teams all have cup trips that are 20-plus years ago or in some cases like Toronto's, it's 50, I think it's 56 years or, or something like that, 59 years. Yeah, they're, so, the longest, they're the longest in there, still in there, yeah. Yeah, they are the Chicago Cubs right now of, uh, <laughs> of the I'm NHL. Not- 
Yeah, I need, I need, they got to win for Eric. Poor Eric. He needs, he needs a, he needs a cup. <laughs> what are you talking about? Needs a cup. He had the, he's had the Eagles in the, in the Super Bowl. He doesn't need anything else. That's a cup. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing is as bad too. as as Boston fans from 2001 till just recently. So, that, see, that's that's the thing I was going to bring up because <clears throat> I saw this tweet and someone actually wrote, you know, are you a fucking moron? He wrote. Oh, you know, Boston lost. Bruins lost. Oh, it's so hard to be a Boston fan. I was like, "Are you <laughs> kidding me right now?" And people ripped into him so bad about saying about actually saying that. Like, See, yeah, that's hard why... to be a Boston fan. Patriots will ever have you know how many the Red the Bruins Sox. won a couple years ago. You know, everyone. It's still yeah. They, all Sox. all four of their all four of their major professional sports teams have won titles since uh, two thousand six, I think it is, or two thousand seven. My city is a major city, and it's a major drought. We got a major drought going on. It's been a while for New York. I didn't even think about it. God, really. Giants 2011. Oh, it's not that bad. It's only 12 years. That's nothing. It's still a long for this for this city. It's a long time. Yeah, I mean, for a major metropolitan like New York, it's Yankees like, 2009, Knicks 1973. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, even, wasn't even born yet. Mets 1986. Uh, I, I do. I do Brooklyn. hate that. Though. Like as much as I think it's awesome that the Heat and Knicks are playing in the playoffs again in the years twenty twenty three, like I think that's awesome. I do hate it as a Heat fan because I I I, I really like Jalen Brunson. Like I really really like. I have to hate him now this week of this ten day period, but I really like that kid. That kid can. He is a he is a gamer. That kid can play. Yes, he's he's shut a lot of people up. He's made them eat their words. I. I said all along that Dallas was stupid for letting him get out the door. It was a perfect sidekick for Luca. Are you kidding me? Yeah, especially for after the one they tried to go get. Oh my god! That's well, a, that's no, that's Timmy's boy though, so we got to be careful. <laughs> um, all right, we we covered all the major stuff, but we're gonna have to go back to football real quick because if, if anybody watched the uh, draft last week, you watched this show. As a matter of oh, fact, god. we. <laughs> Well, mostly Anthony, but we all <laughs> became slightly obsessed with a certain quarterback out of Kentucky. Yeah, it, it, it's a, like a little mini recap of the yeah, three-hour draft. It's a, yeah, it's a mini. It's a mini. It's, it's insane. But if it's you a miss mini the three-hour coverage, you get it all right here. And I know that day now. You didn't even use all three hours. How I did much? Not. See, that's that's the scary part. How much footage did you actually like use? Like, so. Let's see, because the first like 30 minutes of it was us talking everything else. So I got through that. I actually watched it because I was just making sure that we didn't bring anything up. And then I got to like the beginning of the draft. And I think I went up to. My goodness, I got up to what What pick did the, the Colts pick? Four, four, four? five, something like that. Right? Yeah, the Colts picked four. They picked Anthony. No, Richardson. I went up to the Titans. What was the Titans? Oh, so I got up 12. to. So I, I went from one to 12, however long that was. And then I went right to the back end where I know that there was a lot more of it because we were more <laughs> self-aware of it. <laughs> and I kind of like left a good like hour and a half just on the cutting room floor, which they if I would have so- gone and because I also wanted to keep it at a minute or under a minute. I know if I would have gone there and got every single little thing or the thing would have been at clearly at least more than three minutes. It would have been an episode of this itself. It would have been an hour long episode. <laughs> exactly. just me. It, would, it would have been the opening credits, that's video, and then closing credits, and that would have been the end of the whole show. So, yeah, you have it ready to go? Are you are we ready to roll this thing? Oh, I thought you were going to have 
Two, I don't have it. I don't have it. You want to send it to me? I'll, roll, I'll put it up there. One segundo. I'm going to have it on my Google. So Google talk amongst yourselves. So, yeah. So this is basically a tribute to the great. Well, I don't know you to say the great. To the, man, to the new Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, to, to the Tennessee Titans' new backup quarterback. Starting quarterback. Is he backup? We don't know. I, I'd probably bet on him starting some games this year. I just don't know how many. Listen. No one's gonna outdo Will Levis this year in that division. <laughs> watch him, watch him end up being great too. I hope that you know what I fucking hope he is because then we're gonna replay this video as a positive. Yeah. Look, we we saw it, we played it, we knew it, we knew it was coming. We, we, we knew it was it. coming. All right, well, let me know, gentlemen, when you are ready to watch the oh, masterpiece that was Unsportsmanlike Conduct episode fifty-five so, draft so here, special. Here, here is just a minute recap. Of, of a three plus hour show, let it roll. <laughs> let me know if you can't hear it. Take Will Levis out of Kentucky. Will Levis. Out Will Levis. Will Levis looks like a titan to me. Really gonna take Levis here. I like I like it better than Will Levis. Where Will Levis goes. Will Levis. Will, Le- Will Levis. Will Levis team. You're obsessed with Will Levis right now. Yeah, Will Levis. <laughs> Will Levis. Will Levis. I mean, they go Will Levis. I'm good. Listen, if I'm Will Levis, I'm, I, I, I'm already I, I home. Would, I would, Let's take guys we've never heard of before before we take Will Levis. Buffalo's going to shock the world and take Will Levis. <laughs> Will Levis? Will Levis? Will Levis? Will Levis? Where did you have Will Levis? They had Will Levis not getting drafted in the first round. Will Levis was going to be available at this pick. Where Will, Will Levis, Levis goes tomorrow. Will Levis is going to get in touch with my agent and be like, why do you hate me? There are medical concerns with Will Levis's toe. Hey, Will Levis is, is the new Geno Smith. I feel like I have a lot to say, but I feel like the only proper parting words I should have right now are Will Levis. Yes. That was incredible. That was incredible. And, and just think, that's just a small fraction. Yes. <laughs> That's a great video. Oh, we that keep, was amazing. We have, to keep, we have to keep that video handy for opening day and all that stuff. <laughs> or whenever we'll have it starts. I'm gonna have to leave my name tag as this from now on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Steve when he comes back. Steve, you gotta keep this video for when we do highlight Tennessee highlights. You're just gonna play this video every time we start talking about Will Levis's highlights for the week. We, we need you to cut me saying Will Levis into like an intro music for myself when I come on the show. <laughs> like, a, like, a rap, like a rap remix. Will Levis? Will Levis? With the auto-tune. That is so great. That was incredible. Oh, my goodness. All right, gentlemen. Anything else we, we have to cover before we get the hell out of here? Let's forget. It's Star Wars Eve. That's right, people. I said it. It's Star Wars Day tomorrow. Maybe. Ooh, okay, I, I well, go ahead, Timmy. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, 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 go, go with the Star Wars thing. No, I was going to say, what, any, any, any other sports things we missed? Anything we, we didn't talk about? Anybody uh, out there that wanted to talk about something before we go? So I guess I'll update a couple things. Um, so Vegas is up 2-1 now in the first with Ooh. 8.45 left. The Celtics are handling Philadelphia right now, 116-83 to 83 with a minute left, I believe. Uh, two minutes left. 114.81. And then the one thing I wanted to talk about before we signed off was F1 this weekend is here in South Florida. And I said South Florida because it's really in Miami Gardens, and I do not consider that Miami or South Beach or whatever the hell they want to uh, spew on Sunday. But I wanted to talk about the standings because there's someone who I 
I thought was very overrated for a while, but you know, because of the team he was on, the cars, he was doing a lot better than you know I thought he would be. And then he lost his number two, who protected him a lot, and that is Mr. Lewis Hamilton, who right now sits at fourth and has only podium once. And I am so happy to see that. And I guess that's my parting words. Lewis <laughs> Hamilton, you are overrated. And I don't think you deserve your six, seven, whatever champions in a row. You just had no one there. And you had your number two protecting where they would have the number two. Literally, because if you watch uh, Drive to Survive, they would have his number two not pass him. And he's like, oh, I can pass him. And they're like, no, 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 stay back. And, you know, basically, like, fend off anyone else from passing. So he was protected. And it just didn't make any sense. So you didn't know racing was a team sport. He was he was, it, he was Cal Norton, but it's not a that was not a team sport. He was Cal Norton for Ricky Bobby. It, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh god, Will Levis, you got anything else before we get out of here? Um, Shohei Otani pitched five innings tonight and had thirteen strikeouts, and the Angels are going to lose four to three. <laughs> My God. Isn't it like every night there's a like Shohei Otani pitched six innings of scoreless baseball and hit a home run. Mike Trout did something that hasn't been done done since 1915, and the Angels lost eight of two. <laughs> well, that that was at the beginning of the season. I told these guys I was like, "Oh, Shohei Otani pitches like I don't know, like one run ball against the the A's and loses two one." Yeah, and I was like, "Like that's what you're, that's your headline? Like not even like oh A's somehow managed to beat." Angels know it. Shohei Otani has a great outing and a loss. Happy Bullet Club Day. What about Happy Macho Club Day? That's right. Macho Man Club Day. Thanks, Raul. You have a good day, too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, going to sit back and watch some AEW now and get ready for Star Wars Day, which is tomorrow, which is Oshon. And it's Guardians of the Galaxy Day, so let's let's hope I'm not uh, crying. Are you watching anything tomorrow Star Wars related? Dude, of course. There's so much. I'll bring I'll bring I'll bring my little Kindle to work with me. I'll just sit in the bathroom and watch watch, you know, one or two movies. Real quick, Tim, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. What's your second favorite Star Wars movie? A New Hope. Huh? A New Hope. Where where do you where do you rank Rogue One? So for me it's Empire, Star Wars, Jedi, Sith, Rogue One. Rogue One's right after Revenge of the Sith for me. I love Rogue One. I think Rogue One's fucking fantastic. Dave I hates like Rogue One. I hate really? Rogue One. Really? Why? I hate Rogue, Rogue One. One. Uh, to me, it's just a pointless movie. Rogue, Rogue One proved to me that Star Wars didn't have to be about the Skywalkers to be absolutely amazing. Because I, I think it's a phenomenal movie. The Battle of Scarif. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. I, Beautiful. Say I, I'd rather watch The Phantom Menace. And, like, and Revenge uh, of the, Revenge I'll of the, the Phantom Menace. Hmm? I'll, I'll defend the, the Phantom Menace. The I'll prequels, Menace. the prequels get hated on way too much. We'll leave they it do. at that. Well, not now. Now everybody hates the Disney one so much. That the, <laughs> the, prequels, <laughs> the prequels are masterpieces. All of a sudden, <laughs> George Lucas is like, "Yes, yeah, I told you. I told <laughs> you." <laughs> Thirty years later, I fucking told you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's tomorrow. Uh, what is this stupid? Let me get away from get this video out of here. So yep. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's it. Everyone have a good Star Wars day. Have a good uh, May the 4th. Uh, Saturday, Backlash, preview show, special justice suite. We will be there. 
to tell you everything you need to know about backlash in Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, we'll start getting the Manuro thing going again. Did you watch Manuro? <laughs> did you watch the whole show? Did you see Manuro at did. the end? I did. Come I, was, on. <laughs> I was so mad I couldn't be there. <laughs> So bad. I was like, oh my god. We, we took a lot of left turns yesterday. Yeah. Well, oh, it was, like, it was <laughs> wonderful. It was so entertaining. <laughs> so I don't have any manudo queued up today. So we'll just have to go out. We're gonna go out with our unsportsmanlike conduct video again. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. We will see you next week.